Hey, broken salespeople. So today we're talking about big words, big emotions. That's this episode on the Broken Salespeople podcast. Hey, broken salespeople. Welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So the word of the day is loquacious, loquacious. So I've been thinking about sales for the last 50, 60 years or so, and it's changed considerably. Um, we are no longer purely reliant on the spoken word the way we were in the past. Now, granted, this is different if you do pure door-to-door -door sales, if you do pure telemarketing, but overall, most of us, most of the people who listen to this podcast are in probably business-to-business -business sales, um, perhaps in car sales or something else. Some fields that requires follow-up, that requires emails, requires text, requires social media. We're not only reliant on our charisma anymore. We now have to be able to communicate using the written word more than ever. Uh, the rate that phones are actually answered has gone down and down since the early 90s when the caller ID was invented. So we have to be so much better at being able to communicate through text compared to how we were in the past. In order to talk about that, I grabbed this book. This is Ernest Hemingway, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. This is one of my brother's favorite books. Um, he actually had the a bell tattooed on his arm that with For Whom the Bell Tolls. Ernest Hemingway is one of my favorite authors. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know I mention a lot of books. I talk about a lot of books. Hemingway has always been one that I've been drawn to because he has the skill, this ability to take these very complex human emotions and explain it to a child to simplify things, to take these big ideas like human frailty and write a book like The Old Man in the Sea in a way that we could all understand and we could all empathize and we can all be there in that little skiff with him. In fact, Old Man in the Sea is the first book that I read to my daughter when she was one month old. Um, it's one of my favorite books as well, too. And I bring this up in this context because Hemingway was one of the best authors in terms of getting his ideas across without being loquacious. Now, if you don't know what loquacious means, it means wordy. I could have said that right at the beginning, but saying those words that people have to run to marry a dictionary for do not help you. Sometimes you get the biggest emotional pull from the simplest language. And there's actually a tool for it. And it's something that a lot of people haven't heard of before. It's called the Flesh-Kincaid scale. Basically measures how readable a certain text is. It breaks it down to how many words are in a sentence and what the average number of syllables per word is. If you have a long sentence with a lot of words and a high number of syllables in each word, 
tends to be less uh, legible, so it tends to be more difficult for people to understand, and that moves it up the grade point level. Um, it's judged based on grade one to grade 12 um, or higher. I mean, I think you could look at the Affordable Care Act and find that's like 13th or 14th grade, but that's very subjective based on the education system. Um, but don't, don't get stuck too much in, oh, this is a fourth grade book. It, it you know, Schools across the country are not all on the same level, so don't take it that way. Ernest Hemingway, on the Flesh Kincaid scale, is one of the most popular, the easiest to understand novel writers of all time, especially of in terms of novel authors who got mass appeal. But it's not limited to him. So I was born in the late 80s, um, grew up in the 90s, the 2000s. I really remember a handful of fiction books really catching steam, really becoming phenomenons that it seemed like everybody I looked at was reading that book around those times. Um, those books were J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, um, The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown, um, Fifty Shades of Grey, and The Twilight Books. Those are the books that I really remember becoming cultural phenomenons. But when you look at those books, they're written very, very simply. Not quite as simply and as easy to understand as Hemingway, but very simple. So let's just take a look at a few of those that I talked about. So J.K. Rowling, um, author of the Harry Potter series. She writes at about uh, below a sixth grade level when you look at Sorcerer's Stone, the first book. Um, Dan Brown, he writes at about a seventh grade level. For comparison, Michael Crichton, the author of Jurassic Park, he writes at 11th grade level. And I bet you it's probably similar if you look at, say, like a Robert Ludlum. They are much more difficult to understand. I know a ton of people who've watched Jurassic Park. I know a ton of people who've watched the Bourne movies. I have very few people. I know there aren't many that I know of who have actually read Jurassic Park, who have actually read the Bourne identity. Um, if they did, you'd know the, the movie was drastically, drastically different. And this holds true with a lot of other authors throughout the ages. If you look at the most popular fiction authors, they probably write a lot more simply than you, were, than you believe. Um, Hunter S. Thompson, who is another one of my favorites, he writes at a sixth grade level. Stephen King, about a sixth grade level. Um, both of them phenomenal writers. It doesn't mean they're any less articulate. It just means they're more diligent. They're more economical with the language that they use. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, I write for business people. I don't write for everybody. And novel, like novelists, write for everybody. I'm trying to reach the specific niche. I'm trying to market to these people. They're typically college educated. They may be a C-suite employee doesn't matter. You still want to relate to them. Even in the business world, um, as you know, if you've been listening, I mentioned a lot of books. Let's take three of some of my favorite authors. Um, 
Jim Collins, Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great, which I cite a lot, Susan Cain, who wrote Quiet, and Malcolm Gladwell. Um, out of these, Malcolm Gladwell writes at a ninth grade level, Susan Cain writes at an 11th grade level, and Jim Collins writes at a 10th grade level. These are much more complex. Um, I specifically understand it with Jim, like these are very research-driven writers. They are very, very big at talking about sources. It's very academic. But of those three, the book that I say caught fire the most and appeals to the general public is Malcolm Gladwell. The idea of that 10,000 hours has seeped into the American psyche, that you now need 10,000 hours to be considered an expert. That idea uh, that Malcolm Gladwell presented has infiltrated the American psyche way more than Susan Cain's Quiet or Jim Collins's Good to Great. Both are excellent books that I have recommended to plenty of people, but neither of them really caught fire. Neither of them really had that takeaway moment that Malcolm Gladwell had. Doesn't mean they're bad authors. Doesn't mean they're bad books. I love both of those books. I love Good to Great. I love Quiet. Um, Quiet, I actually credit with changing my life for the better. But Gladwell... Gladwell is the one who made the biggest difference because he's more readable, because he's easier to understand, because he's able to explain these complex ideas in simple language. The good news is you don't have to start from scratch. You don't need to go through, count every word, count every syllable, count every period. All you have to do is look into a tool called Readable, readable.com. It's actually a great tool. It's one I've used in the past um, when I've written copy, when I've written blogs. It's something that I've actually used. It's there to actually do the counting for you. Count how many words, how many syllables, and tell you how readable it is. I challenge you to take one of your emails, whatever one, anything that has a couple of paragraphs to it, put it into readable. Then I want you to lower the score, lower the uh, grade level by two points. I want you to do that because that is going to help you so much in terms of relating to people, in terms of being able to get your message across. Simplify your message and you'll get a better response from your emails, from your texts, from everything. Readable.com, I'm not being sponsored, I'm not being paid. It's a tool that I've used and will use in the future. Um, so I hope this helps. I hope you guys take this to heart, start looking into your communication that you have with your clients, whether it's through text, through email, through social media, all of those are subject to a good audit. Make sure that you're taking the time to be concise with your language. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please take the time, like, subscribe, review. It all helps the channel quite a bit. And until next time, Go fix yourself.